It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. And these are Giovanni Lago's interviews with three of the stars from Eva Longoria's new film, Flamin' Hot, Jesse Garcia, Annie Gonzalez, and Dennis Habert. We all write our own stories. Where is Richard? I'd like to speak to him. I'm here. This time. That's me, the Mero Mero, Mr. Richard Montañez. I'm the guy who helped bring the world the most popular snack it's ever seen. Are you ready? I will. I've been ready. All right, all right. It was a little bit more like this. Spicy? Yeah, see, that's how I got here. Dear God, please forgive me for the gang, the drugs, the stolen cars. What the heck, man? Let's move it. Hey, he's praying, pendejo. Go ahead, baby. Hi, Giovanni. Hi, how are you today? I'm freaking awesome. How are you doing today? Are you Puerto Rican? Yes, I am. Period. You got a flag. I love it. <laughs> you got to represent, you know, La Boricuas out there, you know. La Boricuas. I was literally just talking about a Puerto Rican poppy. So here you go. Here he is. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, I thought you were great in Flaming Hot. And also, shout out, Hentified. You know, I watched that with my fan. We loved it. It was so good. Um, I just wanted to ask you, how important is it to you as an artist to help bring Latino stories on screen? Oh, my God. I feel like it's a part of my life's work. You know what I mean? Like there's no accidents. And I just so happen to be born into this body, into this heritage and culture. And why would I not want to scream it to the rooftops like you do with your Puerto Rican flag? (laughs) No, it's natural. Every every Puerto Rican's got a Puerto Rican flag hanging on their balcony, the car window. A hat, a jacket, a scarf. Yeah, a jacket. The Yankees (laughs) have got a Puerto Rican flag on the side. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, I also want to say... You and Jesse Garcia together are so good. You guys are the heart of the film. You know, I was wondering how much of it was you guys talking to each other. That collaboration seemed so natural. All of it. All of it was we really both went in with an understanding um, that this was an opportunity to get to tell a story like this with so much nuance and play that we haven't really got to see before with Latinos on screen. And I think especially... Mm -hmm being at the helms of Eva, you know, Langoria, the brilliant director, it it was a no-brainer because she also, I mean, it starts from the top and she came in so powerfully. So we knew we knew what we had to do to show up and and give her the work that she deserved. Yeah. She has such a competent style for especially first time, you know, debut. Like it's so much style for such a like someone could go in thinking oh this is just a biopic about like the start of something you know we've seen the trend of that recently with films like air and blackberry Mm -hmm. but the way she gets behind the camera and delivers such exposition whether it's jesse narrating over like tony shalhoub and some of the other characters or so funny right creative it's so good were you like there behind the set a lot watching just seeing like how she's putting it together and thinking oh wow this is going to be really something special 
Yeah, I mean, she really understood the macro of of what she was trying to orchestrate. So she Mm -hmm. made sure that she brought in the right people and positioned them accordingly to create this this world, you know, this world that exists that we all know very well coming from like Latinidad and like that type of community. It, it was really fun. I, there was a lot of days that I didn't work on set that I would come mm-hmm. like, on my off days just to watch and learn and study. I mean, they say the best way to learn is to do. And it was really cool to see firsthand how she not micromanage is and not in the term that I'm meaning it, but like in yeah. the microscope of it, she knew from moment to moment how it was going to fit in the macro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not a micromanager. No. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. She's a micro. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally get it. Speaking of Eva, you know, what do you think about the perspective of, you know, her stepping behind the camera, having a Richard's story told through the perspective of a Latina filmmaker? You know, I think, especially with Judy, you know, if someone else was behind the camera, it could have been a very one-dimensional, you know, oh, you're just a wife, you know, you're just there. But I think, you know, with the female perspective, there's so much more nuance and layers to the character that could be given. What, what, how was it like? It was, I mean, it, in tandem with Eva's direction and Linda Yvette Chavez's writing on the project, like these two beautiful, powerful women collaborating together to be able to articulate nuance of a story that we haven't necessarily seen before as to why I think so many people it's it's resonating with them I've had so many people already come up to me like this is I've never seen anybody like this this is my mom like they're in tears talking to me and I'm like oh snap it is and this is one of my favorite roles to date you know along with Mm -hmm. Hentify you know like being being in something like that like these beautiful dynamic characters that I get to play all of me like we love I think something that we don't get often enough is to see complex women on our screens we are made mm-hmm. to be one dimensional because a lot of the time men are the ones that run you know this in most industries yeah. and, and and you know I, I'm it's really beautiful to see Eva take the reins and give opportunities um, to beautiful creators and uh, I also would love to talk about, you know, because we're just talking about the detail and the authenticity everyone brings to the set, you know, entire predominantly Latino cast, Latino writers, director. Department um, heads. Yes. Uh, how essential is that? Because, you know, I mean, compared to a decade ago, we weren't having these opportunities, these stories told. And now we're getting to a point where. Hollywood is starting to like let us come to the table and we're like we want to do more than come to the table we want to bring everyone with us and I just I want to know how that feeling was you know you're stepping on set and you're just looking around and you're like I feel like home yeah I mean I think the amazing thing is we're not here saying we want to come to the table we're like you can have your table we want to make our own table Mm -hmm. you know with people that understand the woodwork like we do and and want the same etching in 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 the chairs and in the design as we know that feels right to us in ancestry. So I think it's been really beautiful and powerful to be a part of so many Latino stories. I've been so fortunate in my career to be a part of so many beautiful different Latin Latine stories and brown and marginalized stories. Mm-hmm. Um, where it is authentic because from top to bottom, you have people that understand each other and can have that shorthand as to why these stories are so brilliant and so complex and they transcend 
ethnicity. I mean, you know, like we can, a white person could watch this, an Asian person could watch it. It's just the way that we've watched everything everywhere all at once, just the way, yes. that we, you know, so it's, it's like anything human is not foreign to us. And now we're realizing that even more and more. Okay. I, I totally get that and real quick because we're getting close to the end of our time. Got to ask, you know, well, Flaming Hot Cheetos, Takis, Flaming Hot Ruffles. I, I know we eat spicy chips. You got to pick one. Which one are you picking? And okay, don't be a homer. Don't be a homework? <laughs> yeah, it's Flaming Hot. You know, you might just be like, oh, you know, I got to pick the Flaming Cheetos. No, no, no. I wasn't, but I appreciate you for keeping it 100. Um, <laughs> um, you know what? Recently, I started trying the Flaming Hot Fritos. Oh, they're okay. kind of my jam, bro. It's like all the essence of like a very Latino corn chip. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that thick, like corny chip, and yeah. then fire. Okay, I'm a, I'm gonna write that down right after this. I'll go. If you've never had it, try it. Oh my no. god, it's so good. And then you can make it like a little tosti loco. Have you ever had those? Yes, great. And uh, real quick, we love to see what uh, you're working on next. If you could tell us, you got anything else you're working on? Something coming down the pipeline? I do. Um, I just wrapped the Jenny Rivera biopic, which I started as oh. and executive produced as well. So okay. we're in post right now for that project. And, and I'm, I'm really excited again to be a part of another complex human story, you know, directed by a woman as well. It's going to mm, be that's beautiful. Awesome. I cannot wait. Thank you so much for your time. This was a delight. Actually, my first interview for Next Best Picture. So thank you for making it feel incredibly welcome. Oh, my God. Of course, you're killing it. You're going to kill it. And I can't <laughs> wait to see what you do next. As can I. Thank you so much for your time. Perfect. Have a good one, boo. Bye. The guy started at the very bottom. I know I don't look it, but I got a PhD. Hmm. I'm poor, hungry, and determined, sir. Okay. I can see you're going to be a weird one. What's happening? Layoffs, son. Lots of them. Frito-Lay isn't getting enough orders to keep the factory open. Who eats Cool Ranch anyway? That lady. Ow, 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 ow. What is it? It burns. Well, stop eating it. No, I like it. It burns good. I had been searching for an answer. And there it was. They had been there the entire time. I got an idea. It's a spicy chip. It's going to change everything. It will save our factory. And you're a janitor. Okay, no, 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 hang on. Hello, you are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. I'm Giovanni Lago, and I'm joined by the star Flaming Hot, Jesse Garcia. Jesse, thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. Um, I just got to ask, you know, because... The film itself, it, it, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, it's, it's like an American success story that we don't really get to see and or even think of. Like, I don't know if you're just randomly driving around thinking, I wonder how the process was for the person who created Flaming Hot Cheeto or any other chip. I was just wondering, were you familiar with uh, Richard Montañez's story before being attached to the project? I was. Yeah, I'd heard of his story. I think I'd have read it in the trades or something like that a few years prior um, but, uh, I didn't, you know, uh, I always thought it would make a cool movie or, or series or something and whoever would get to play the part would be pretty lucky. Um, but then when I read the script, I was like, oh, I, this was, this was written for me. So I just gotta, I gotta do my work and, and, um, you know, let these guys catch up and cast me. <laughs> yeah, no, you are great and you're very energetic and so charismatic. And I was wondering, you know, working with Eva Longoria, um, and she is also an actress, and this is her first time as a director for a feature film. Was it helpful, you know, that her history of acting was able to bring the best out of you? Was there something that 
you think you needed on set to like get out and she helped bring it out of you? Yeah, I think her and I had a, a deep trust of each other. Um, and that's important, especially big, a big movie like this. There's a lot of uh, a lot of relationship stuff. There's a lot of moving parts. Uh, I trusted her um, that she would take care of me. She trusted me that I would I would take care of her and that I would take care of the part. And I was like I was I would be ready to work every day. Um, she was hyper prepared. She's a visionary. She like she uh, um, uh, we all had something to prove on this set. So we um it was um I think her being an actor too, she was we were able to talk to each other and understand without you know having to over explain things. She would just say like this, this, and this. And I'm like, oh, got it. Let's try that. Yeah, no. And I was talking to Annie Gonzalez earlier, and we were both raving about, you know, your uh voiceovers, you know, when Tony Shaloub's on screen or else in the boardroom through your perspective. And I was wondering how much of that was already just in the script did you talk to Eva a lot about like improving some of those uh jokes um uh it was written uh that was an idea i think that linda chavez had um but uh fabian alomar who is one of the other characters in the movie well we had when we were recording temporary tracks for um for those those scenes for those for the board members to to say we had him come over while I was in the room. Like, so we had set up a small little studio in my house that I was staying in. And um, Fabian would, we would go back and forth and try to figure out how to make each character distinctly different. Right. So he would help us with like, maybe say this here and maybe use this slang here for a different character. And um, so we went back and forth and we figured a bunch of that out. So we had the 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 blueprint of what was uh, the boardroom scenes. But then, you know, Fabian did help us out a lot. No, no, it, it was great. Um, you know, there's a real authenticity to every location you film at. I, um, the Frito-Lays uh, factory you guys worked at, is that a, the real factory in California? Was that a set built for the film or? No, we shot in Albuquerque and that was. Oh, uh, really? Albuquerque Journal. So that used to be the old, um, I don't know what they're called, where they printed the newspapers. So they we, wow. they constructed all of that, like the art, the art department and um, the construction teams built 90% of that. Some of that, some of the tracks they might've had already, but they built mm -hmm. like all the tumblers, all the, like the, the tracks where Cheetos were coming through. They built all of that. Wow. That that's so impressive. Cause I was just the whole time I was just watching, I was like, is this a real factory? I was like, this had yeah. to be like a location. So just yeah. shout out to everyone in the production yeah. department. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Another thing, we, you know, we mentioned earlier how um, energetic uh, your portrayal of Richard is, but there's also moments, you know, of, of levity, especially when it comes to scenes with your father and the tensions rise there. What was it like, you know, getting the mindset of balancing, okay, I want to be funny and I want to, you know, be the charismatic character that everyone loves. But at a certain point here, I, ha I have to dial it to get in more serious territory. And how concerned you were that you were selling on one side, but you're like, I just wanted the balance to be perfect. 
I mean, I wasn't really too worried about any of that stuff. I I, I just I go off based on scenes and based on where uh, what the relationship is. And as far as this like stuff with the father, like it was all all of all of the tone that we had with each other is based on our relationships. I wasn't I wasn't worried about balancing the like, humor and and the drama like each each one was uh, was played for honesty. Yes, you, you can really tell off screen. Um, and I just want to know, also, fun question. I asked everyone else, I asked Dennis and Annie, you know, spicy food, spicy chips, it's flaming hot. Are you a fan of flaming hot? Is is that not your preference? Are you a Takis guy? Like, wh where do uh, you pick? I, I, um, I, I choose my spices on, like, burgers and meat and stuff like that. So, like, I, I'm more of a... Uh, 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 put my spice and my sweet on on my main course as opposed to snacks. Oh, okay. I, I get it. I know. I, I prefer, you know, when it comes to like dinners, you know, I'm making. Um, I'm also very curious. Um, what was it like working with the kids on set? Because they are so funny and yeah. they are just so great. Like every one of them just bring it every scene they're in. Yeah, they were all great. You know, the... the, the yeah. The baby threw a fit, you know, kind of a diva. Uh, would just be crying, like she like felt like like I, I feel like I'm gonna cry in this scene. And we're like, no, you probably shouldn't cry in this scene. And the baby's like, nah, I'm gonna cry in this scene. So like, you know, we had to deal with the, <laughs> the crying baby. And as soon as we caught cut, the baby would be laughing. It's like, <laughs> um, uh, uh, but the kids are great. The kids are great. Bryce is great. Um, Hunter is great. Carlos is great. They were just, they were, they all brought it. They ever, every one of them was ready to play. Was it, was there something you learned working on this project that you weren't expecting that you learned about yourself or especially, you know, telling such a success story for Latino people, you know, we don't really get to see these stories on screen, let alone even hear about them. I'm not just wondering um, what does it mean to you and what was the biggest takeaway you got from that? You know, I think uh, I, I think beyond. Um, so here's what I think. I think that we we have the ability to tell stories in a way that it transcends cultural lines, right? This is a Mexican American family, but it also uh, everyone relates to it. You know what I mean? Like everyone's been an underdog. Everyone's been, you know, uh, uh, most people have been broke at some point. Um, uh, even I, like even through different levels of success throughout the years, I've, I've been broke. I've been couch surfing. I've been, you know, just trying to figure out different ways of making money so that I can continue acting. It's like, a, you know, it's, it's the perseverance that everyone can relate to that just keep, keep plugging away. And also, um, you know, a strong support system goes a long way. I totally agree. And, um, what if you can tell us uh what are you working on next? Do you have anything cooking up in the pipeline? Because you're so great. I think everyone after seeing this film is like, I, I definitely want to see more of Thank what you. you can bring. Um I, even I just finished a movie. We just finished a, a Disney oh. movie called Alexander and a Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. So it's like a um like a different version of that book. Uh okay. Disney did that back in what we what 2013, I think. And I was in that one too. Mm -hmm. I was kind of had a smaller part in that movie. So we found a funny uh, way to to merge the timelines of like this, these two characters that I played um, or one character. 
Um, but other than that, I'm developing stuff. I'm looking for something to direct. I'm trying to okay. get my own projects going. All right. That sounds great. I think I can speak for everyone that we enjoyed the film and we're very excited to see what you do. And I just want to say thank you so much for your time, Jesse. This has been a pleasure. And I uh, hope you have a great day. Thanks, brother. You too. Figure out the next step. See, the Hispanic market will not be ignored. The Hispanic market will not be ignored. Good, but in your voice. You got the five Why are we wasting time on this janitor's crazy idea? Guys like you and me, we don't get shots like this. You see that guy right there? I see a chingon. A montañez. Yo soy montañez. Soy montañez. Get out there and be great. We want to know that we matter to you. If we knew that there was a product out there for us, we'd say, take all our money, cabrones. I got a little hood there at the end, but... For it's good, good or for bad? It's bad. I'm Giovanni Lago, and I am here with one of the stars of Flaming Hot, Dennis Habert. Dennis, thank you. You're welcome. For being here. Now, I just have to say, not trying to sound like super fan, you've had such an immaculate career, you know, in film and television. You've done so many great things. And I personally feel you haven't had the flowers you deserve. And in this film, your character, you know, Clarence, he's in that same position. You know, he's working at Frito-Lays. He's one of the best in the factory and it's not really getting the acknowledgement he deserves. Do you feel like when you were working in that performance, you were able to tap into those emotions, you know, being so long as a veteran in this industry? To a, to a certain extent, yes, absolutely. Um, but basically it was all on the page. Mm -hmm. and um yes you know uh, as, as an actor and artist and everything else you, you've, you've gone through things like that you know yeah. uh, gone through that when i was uh, before i became an actor you know and i had you know uh little jobs here and there where i thought i i should have been a little higher up than i <laughs> than i was you yeah know? and uh and, and hence the um the, the isolation that he had uh, even within the story you know, ate lunch by himself, you know, kept to himself. It was just him and his machines. And uh, and then uh, here comes uh, Richard Montanez to, uh, you know, basically help him come out of his shell, you know. And he comes out of his shell in order to help Richard Montanez realize his dream. So um, in this way, we all, you know, we all work together. If you work together, anything's possible anything and everything. Totally so. agree. I agree that, you know, us working together, helping, you know, build each other into positions that we can always achieve and succeed and make everyone better. And, you know, you mentioned Richard, Jesse Garcia is so good in the movie and so energetic and you two together have such a, a fun dynamic. What was it like playing off each other? Oh um, man, it was exactly what you saw. Uh, that's what we work <laughs> towards, you know, mm -hmm. and, it, and it helped that we, uh, we genuinely like each other. <laughs> which isn't always the case in in movies and television but uh we are still we are friends to this day uh oh. so yeah it's 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 wonderful that's that's yeah. great to hear yeah so the uh and we vibe you know mm -hmm. and uh and it's nice to be able to do that organically and and not have it just be you know you know superficial it's you know and just vibe because you have to we, we vibed because that was the natural order of things. 
And uh, so it was it was spectacular to work. Yeah, you totally see it coming off the screen. And, and that just also was such great direction. And I know you've worked with some great filmmakers over the course of your career, you know, Michael Mann and Gina Prince Bythewood and Todd Haynes. And now you're working on Eva Longoria's, you know, feature debut. What makes her stand apart compared to those previous filmmakers I just mentioned? Um, well, you know what? When you were mentioning them, I was thinking, you know, that she's right on par with all of those people, um, mm -hmm. all in different ways, of course. But um, Eva, not only being a, uh, a great actor, she uses that ability uh, in front of the screen uh, to work behind the camera, you know, because she understands actors and she understands what she goes through. So she innately understood what we were going through in front of the camera. And she would do everything she could just to support us and help us discover who our characters were. And, uh, and, she, and she directed with a, uh, with a gentle hand, you know? There were never any problems or, or you know, flare-ups or anything else like that on the, on the set. Everything came from a place of love and admiration and uh, and uh, and enjoyment and you know and and love for each other. So it was it was a you know it was a love fest. <laughs> <laughs> That's know? good. That's you always want that. You know, you always want an environment where you come in, you you don't know what to expect, and everything just eases into it, and it just feels completely natural and. Everything's going great. I just got to ask, you know, movies flaming hot. It's about flaming hot Cheetos. Are you into like spicy chips at all? If so, which one are you going to pick? Well, you know, I'm into everything. Man. Okay. <laughs> you know? But, yeah. you know, but to stay healthy, you know, you can't eat much of it. But, I feel and, you. But that's why they call them snacks. <laughs> um, you know, you had a little bit here, a little bit there. But, um, no, I of all the, I, I got to be honest with of all the um, spicy snacks there are out there, uh, flaming hot Cheetos would probably be my favorite. Okay, I, yeah. I have to recommend if you haven't tried the flaming hot ruffles, very underrated. Flaming hot ruffles, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Something about that Cheeto, that Cheeto shape, and and everything. Yeah, else. And, and the crunch, it's the crunch. The crunch, man. Because I mean, I I love the regular Cheetos. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, well, also in this film, as we mentioned earlier, you know, you, you get out of your shell and you loosen up because you're the very like the straight man to uh, Jesse Garcia's, you know, very energetic comic uh, guy. And throughout the movie, you loosen up and you do get zingers here and there. Are you looking towards more in your future career to be open to playing more comedic roles in that era or in that aspect? It, you know, it's all about the script, uh, Giovanni. Uh, Mm -hmm. Whatever, whatever the, my, my manager and, and agents come up with, if I, if I like what's on the page, you know, I'm going to have a lot of fun with it. You know, um, mm -hmm. just finished a movie with uh, Diane Keaton, Kathy Bates and uh, Alfie Woodard wow. called Summer Camp. And it's a nice little rom-com, you know, enjoy the hell out of that, <laughs> you know. So it's, yeah. uh, it's kind of part and parcel of the way this movie came out. And um, yes, I would love to play that. I'd love to play more science fiction. I'd love to play more drama, you know, mm -hmm. more action adventure. I love it all, brother. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I love well, it all. thank you so much. 
thank you so much for your time. This was great. I just want to say this is one of the first interviews I've done for the site. So I want to appreciate you for making this such a great experience. And you are so good in the film. Have a good well, day. Thank you. You do the same. Good luck. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Giovanni Lago's interviews with three of the stars from Evil and Gorious film Flamin' Hot, Jesse Garcia, Annie Gonzalez, and Dennis Haber here on the Next Best Picture podcast. Flamin' Hot is now available to stream on Hulu and Disney+. Plus. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you'll get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we will see you all next time. You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.